Welcome to Inject It Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I feel like I haven't said that for ages, so mm. um, please, guys, remind me to say it because <laughs> I feel like that is our tagline, and we need to be we need to be shouting. That's what we're doing. It's, it's <laughs> such a good tagline. Sorry, <laughs> it is. It's cute. It's mm-hmm. cute. Um, anyway, I am Alexandra. Welcome, everyone. I'm Diana. Thanks for joining us again, guys. Or if this is your first time, yes. welcome. Welcome, welcome. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I'll stop singing. <laughs> I'll try my best. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I've got hiccups. I'm drinking They've just wine. Come. <laughs> I can't even fucking breathe. <laughs> I don't even like red wine. Like it's just all I've got in my room, and I thought, oh, like it's Tuesday in Let your me. room. It's the fact that the wine is in your yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's nowhere else to put it. My parents don't like it, <laughs> so I just leave it in here. But um, you've got hiccups. I'm drinking wine. I've got hiccups. I'm so sorry. Sorry, guys. This is going to be fun. We do do strive to give you quality content. We do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, hopefully the hiccups will disappear. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, how's your week been? I hope it's been good. Mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, you guys can see that I'm in a better mood this week than I was last week. But mm. um, yeah, I think it's because the, the sun is out there. The sun is yeah. the sun is shining, so I feel like that helps definitely. Yeah, the sun's so yeah. like amazing. Like yesterday, it was so nice. I went out for a walk. I went and got an iced latte. I felt like a bad bitch, and now. Um, I latte like it's summer. It is. Well, it, no, it's not. It's spring. But <laughs> I was gonna say it's really? summer. <laughs> I, I, I was literally gonna be like, "Are you really gonna try this right now? Is it's still cold outside? Yeah. It's still, you know, it's not quite in the twenties. It might have got to fourteen degrees yesterday. That I knew it was fourteen yesterday. Was it? Fourteen oh is God. still cold. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, my mum's. I went to go outside and my mum was like, oh, it's 14 degrees. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm definitely going outside then because it's a bit warmer <laughs> mm. than it has been. I don't know where my weather app is on here. Sorry, I can't tell you what the, what the temperature is right now. It's Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyway, on to the madness that has been happening mm-hmm. this week. Um. So the Atlanta shootings i don't know why we're pretending like it's not white men who are the terrorists in this society because like yeah I, I, i don't know why people are still trying to pretend like it's not like white people aren't the perpetrators of the most terrorism in this world like mm-hmm. it started with slavery <laughs> so <laughs> why are we still debating this why why is this still why are we still laboring labeling these terrorists as oh young young men oh they're just mental health issues why are we still saying that like yeah i think I, they're just we'll say what it is yeah they're terrorists what, what's refreshing though is that so many people on social media <coughs> are not having this oh he was having a bad day bullshit like i feel like our, our sorry. generation are, are a bit more clued up than maybe a few yeah. generations before but like people people aren't having it anymore people aren't aren't having these stupid excuses i'm having a bad day so let me go and kill people what literally i'm sorry i'm sorry you're having a bad day and eight people aren't returning to the going home Mm. 
but you're having a bad day. So because you're having a bad day, that means eight people can lose their lives. Mm. Yeah. Now that that's like then well, they're having a much worse day than you and their families. Like, you know, their families. They're not. Their families aren't having a bad day. Their families are going to be traumatized for the next how many years? Mm-hmm. So like because of your one bad day. And yeah, no, it's not. It's, the the generational it's not, trauma as well that minorities um, mm-hmm. have to deal with, and it's the like cis het white men that can use the excuses of we're having a bad day. Well, you you're like you've been inflicting bad days on people of color for a very long time and people of colour have been very patient <laughs> and have been very mm, we've assimilated as much as we can but like when when you're mm-hmm. allowed to have a bad day and no one else is allowed to have a bad day like it, it's just is a joke like it's not even it's, it's not well it's not a joke yeah. because people have died but it's just ridiculous like the, that that's coming out of ridiculous. people's mouths <laughs> yeah and I'm sorry like because um, so I think the the clip that most of us are hearing of is uh, this police officer saying, oh, you know, uh, we can't say for sure if it's a, a racially, um, what is it? What's the word? Racially a motivated um, incident. Motivated yeah. crime. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we know that he has a sex addiction. I'm sorry, where does that, um, <sighs> how does that correlate? Him having a sex addiction to killing people. I don't understand mm. the correlation to why we need to know that he has a sex addiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has a sex addiction. And then he's gone to these massage parlors and spas and decided yeah. to kill people. These And these massage parlors and spas are places that he frequented. Mm. He's been there lots of times before. Yeah. Um, oh, but because he has a sex addiction and he was kicked out of his house, he was kicked out from the church or whatever. I'm sorry, like they're giving all of these things about for why the reasons he's had a bad day. But can we look at these things and think, okay, what was the reason he was kicked out of his house and what was the reason he was kicked out of the church? Because I'm sorry, this sounds like a scary individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's kicked out of like, church. What was he doing? <laughs> Literally. God is dumb so with I've him. Heard, so I've heard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally. And it's like, I'm sorry, these are places where you would think that there would be a level of care over him but clearly he'd gone too far to the fact (laughs) of being kicked out and now you guys are coming back with oh you know he was having a bad day he was just kicked out of home I'm sorry Mm. that's but uh huh yeah just kicked out of home and he has a sex addiction why are we always considering the mental health of terrorists Mm. when it's like literally why are they going to the massage parlors and spas that they frequent that they've been lots of times before why are they going there and deciding that they want to shoot mm. up the place and it's like all for it is Mm-mm. don't really ever take into consideration people's mental health in general that's why we're having a mental health crisis right now so why is it when a perpetrator exactly like says i've got mental health problems that's when all of us like i'm sorry but like the amount and it's only when it's a white man yeah, exactly. The amount of women that have have got mental health problems as a result of domestic abuse, rape, sexual assault, that doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a problem. Like that doesn't seem like something they want to focus on. But when a cis mm-hmm. white man has just shot up, like he, he's just ended people's lives, let, let's consider his mental health. And this is the, like one of the problems with everyone talking about mental health right now because we're we're ignoring the people with the actual mental health problems that need help from authorities and we're, we're giving the mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt to murderers. Like, what, what's going on? Yeah. <sighs> I, 
they're mad <laughs> clearly like and I'm, I'm sorry look and this is the thing when with them talking oh well we don't know if this is a uh, racially uh, motivated blah 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 look guys please if the majority of the people are mm. of a certain descent you know and I'm sorry like and he chose to shoot them people it is racially motivated mm-hmm. and we need to we need to actually consider the the place that white men put like they have this fetishization on Asian women mm-hmm. and um, that's something that needs to be discussed as well and that needs to be taken into account it does exist and I'm sorry like there's this um, weird fetishization with oh like Asian women being submissive and being mm. um, being weak and whatever. And why is it that these men, these white men feel that way, you know, mm. like, and it's just a bit, you know, sorry, <laughs> let's not, let's not talk about, um, about this. We don't know if it's a racially motivated attack when um, a lot of, when a lot of white men are fetishizing, mm-hmm. sexually fetishizing Asian women in this type of way, and if that's yeah. the majority of the people that he decided that he he decided to kill, then like, know what? It's just this is just horrific. It's horrific. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. didn't you didn't you say something? Didn't you have like a statistic on how many shootings has already oh, been? Oh yeah, yeah. In America, in America, I read today. I don't know the source, but I read today that um, there's already been over 100 mass shootings in America in 2021 and we're only coming towards the end of March now so that's like more and than one like, a day I'm sorry, is it? All the time these statistics we mm. always see and it's always these mad statistics about mass shootings in America and it's just like like people yeah. are scared in America like yeah like I, I, to the point where school children are scared to go to school they get training this in how issue. to like deal with with a shooting I think that's crazy. Like they like, have evacuation drills that is and stuff. Madness. Yeah, like like they have evacuation drills for earthquakes and they have it for mass school shootings. What? Mm. What the hell? Like nah, tiring. I'm just yeah. It's it's yeah. too much now. And I think as well, and like part this, of the and let's carry on. I, I was just going to say part of the conversation as well is around the fact that they're sex workers and he probably thought that due to their job title they're not as valuable or. Um, he exactly. didn't think they were worth as much and that people won't care as much because unfortunately the amount mm-hmm. of sex workers that go missing or are put in vulnerable situations mm-hmm. and their safety is at risk and like in comparison to the amount of them that actually get help it's just like they're, they're yeah. a vulnerable target that a lot of people yeah like you see serial killers they always like seem to target sex workers it's, it's always yeah always and being a woman of colour on top of that starting from Jack the Ripper mad yeah literally you know <laughs> literally like yeah it is it is crazy like actually why do these why are these men obsessed with women who mm. you know like who have some kind of ownership of their own bodies yeah. why are they obsessed with them they want to choose like, what they want to do with their bodies they want to like push them down a peg or two by like taking back the control i guess like i've just yeah. paid you for sex now i need to take back some control so i'm gonna mm. do something very damaging i feel like because I know I understand I feel like Jack the Ripper needs to be that story needs to be retold in a way where we're not kind of 
glorifying him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like with British history, we chat about Jack the Ripper. Oh, he went around killing prostitutes, blah, blah, blah. And we talk about it, but it's just like, hold on. But why was he doing that? For mm. what reason? And why And and why it, does it seem that it's okay that mm. he was killing prostitutes? Why was that okay? Yeah. You know? Yeah, we and see I'm, him and as some I amazing, like, cool as guy. This, like... <laughs> this crazy who done it we don't know yeah. and it's just the greatest like mystery from Victorian times yeah, literally yeah but it's like hold on actually this guy was out here killing sex workers and um it's just a bit mad and it's and it's crazy because his story is glorified we remember the name of him and we're not remembering the name the names of his victims yeah and i'm sorry i bet he was frequenting those brothels himself mm-hmm. you know i bet he chose his target so like it's just a bit disgusting like let's like why are we glorifying mm-hmm. that just because it's victorian and yeah, yeah. just like you know what protect sex workers that's that's mm-hmm. what we've got to say on this topic yeah. protect and sex workers and stop uh, yeah rest in peace and just like i hope like um our thoughts are with those families who have who you know are now having a worse bad day than mm-hmm. that stupid guy who yeah. decided he wanted to do that because yeah it's it's horrible and it was and i'm sorry it is a racial racially motivated attack it can be racially motivated and as well sexually motivated so you know they go hand in hand because sexual fetishization is actually a thing mm-hmm. um so yeah like that's you know and as well let's stop let's stop giving these white boys kind of a bligh on all their young all their mental health all mm. they were having a bad day no why are we sympathizing with them yeah and we change the language we as well like we, we like people were calling him a child no he's 21 he's a grown he's man 21. like he's not a child he can <laughs> he can legally drink now in the mm-hmm. u.s so he is he is far from a child mm-hmm. um yeah let's just stop um just because their victims are people of color like that's not yeah um anyway next on our little catch up um mm-hmm. yeah the bristol riots mad that was so random well for me it was random i just opened social media i was like oh my god what is going on in bristol usually <laughs> this is crazy but like bristol is the bristol clearly is the place where they're just like they're just they're on done. it they're like yeah. they they pull down the statues <laughs> <laughs> they pulled down the statues then they were like setting police vans on fire oh my god we want to be able to protest and they set (laughs) police vans on fire um like there's a i know that a lot of people have been injured which um like obviously you hope that they're okay you know like at the end of the day the police are doing their jobs when they Mm. when they go there and it's not it's not nice that they've been injured however um at the same time like that's nothing to do not however Oh, why they're police? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, like, yeah, I'm not like I'm. I'm not anti police. Like, like defund the police, but I'm not anti police. But um, but that's just because I need to do more research into that. Um, but yeah, like at the same time, I don't know. Isn't it, is this the only thing that makes people look? That makes the government look. Yeah, well, it's the, I, I think protests and um, riots are the only way that p- 
people, minorities, marginalised people have gained rights. So, like, yeah. politicians don't it is traditionally listen. Like, if we, if we try and pull up a seat at the table, they don't listen. If we send letters, they don't listen. If we, like, ring, if we do this, if we do friendly protests with, like, posters and whatever, they don't listen. So, like, it, it ends up getting to this stage because people feel unheard. So, like... we. Government's mm-hmm. got to expect it because they it's don't true. seem to be listening to minority people. Like people are crying out for help, and, and they're not listening. What? It's like why is it getting to a point where the government are really trying to take that right away from mm. us? Exactly. That and that's a bit scary. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's why are you trying to take away this right? Because clearly nothing else works. Even voting don't work. Clearly, yeah, exactly. like voting is not working because we've got people, we've got racists in power. Like we've got people in power mm-hmm. who, you know, like, you know what I mean? Voting clearly isn't working either. So how are we meant to get our voices heard? And it's, and it's just this whole thing as well with how, okay, so the Bristolians, you know, start rioting and setting police vans mm-hmm. on fire and whatever. And then people want to compare it to Black Lives Matter. And it's kind of like, what does Black Lives Matter have to do with this? Mm. Please just keep, keep, keep their names out of your mouth. You know what I mean? And, and it's Mm. this whole thing, like anything that's to do with kind of causing a ruckus of violence and it's a protest, they want to scream Black Lives Matter behind it. And it's like, hold on. When you look at the Black Lives Matter protest, there were, there wasn't any riots. What it was was the police charging at them with horses. Mm -hmm. What it was, was the racists who turned up at the protest to start fights. Yeah. The racists came the Black Tommy Lives Robinson's Matter protest. Literally. Literally. (laughs) To anti-protest. Yeah. to, To like yeah what like, how does that make sense and that is scary and like as mm-hmm. soon as and i'm sorry when we look at violence in history and violence in protests mm. okay the people who you see doing it they tend not to be black people so please stop stop with this yeah. rhetoric i don't understand like, it you see the pictures and it's white people pushing the police van and like setting things alight yeah. and uh, like yeah the reason why it got so because violent it, is when police turn up with batons, weapons, horses, yeah. like big vans and teams with like bloody mm-hmm. bulletproof vests on. That's when things start getting a bit like, hang on, we're yeah. here to protest. We're not here for a fight. So people are going to get a bit scared. Mm. If someone's coming the at them with weapons. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what um, allegedly happened the other day. Like the police were hitting people and pushing people over. So the people fought back. Like, I, I, I just think at the moment people do not want the police to have more power because it's dangerous to a lot of people. It is dangerous. I'm sorry. How is it... How does it come to a woman being murdered... Trigger warning, I'm really sorry. A woman being murdered by a police officer. How does it take a woman being murdered by a police officer for them to think, oh yeah, I know what we should do. Let's um, Mm. give police more power. How does it... How does that... How does that correlation come into Mm. effect at all? Let's give police more power. A woman got murdered last week. Like, Mm. how does that come into correlation? Yeah. And it's just, it's scary. This this government is terrifying. Yeah, I think the whole um, a few bad apples saying as well, like... Like I listened to, mm-hmm. I went to a webinar the other day actually, and it's about policing the black community. And um, yeah, the people were saying like it's not a few bad apples; it's the whole root and the core of the tree has rotted 
and it needs yeah. to be dug up and replanted into something new. But the thing is, mm. like, you know, with all these sayings, there's always the end part of the saying which actually finishes off. So it's like the saying is actually a few bad apples rots the whole bunch. So I'm sorry. <laughs> does that not <laughs> does that I never not knew that. Correlation? I actually never knew that was a full thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a few ba- bad apples will rot in the whole bunch. Like mm. that is the end of the saying. So why are mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it might be a few bad apples. And that's why everyone, that's what, that's what white supremacy is. That's what underlying, that's what, yeah. um, what's on, um, what's it called? Unbiased racism is. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've been hearing it your whole life. So of course you're racist. Like just. You know, yeah. just accept that and just learn how to be anti-racist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just make makes it, it sound so, so hard. simple. Like when when people like Chris uh, Dick, like the chief of the Met Police, say things like, "Oh, institutional mm. racism doesn't exist anymore in the Met Police." It's like, it's like, huh? Um, sorry, come are on, let's not lie. Are you even there? How like, can you say you can't you say that chief? about any institution in the country? Because every institution you is can't. institutionally racist. You can't, and especially yes, the police every when there's one. statistics because that prove that they arrest black people, stop and search black people at higher mm-hmm. rates. You know, like mm-hmm. and like. Oh. <laughs> it drives me mad. And I can't say too though, much though. I don't want to get sacked from my job. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's keep let's stay employed. But the thing is though, what it is about this. What is so stupid about the whole? Oh, it's oh, um, it's not institutionally racist anymore. It's just like, oh, hold on. At what point of authority are you? Are you able to say this? Because yeah. I'm sorry, like statistics show, and then as well, what's backing up statistics is that everyone's got smartphones and everyone's mm-hmm. recording you lot. So, like, I'm sorry, the amount of time we see rappers put videos up of getting stopped yeah, by the police in their cars it's it's actually it's embarrassing <laughs> Don <Dawn> butler <laughs> literally it is embarrassing it's embarrassing how mm-hmm. like just because they're in a nice car you're stopping them and tasering people you're like, tasering people's parents like tasering children like mm, exactly searching people like it, it's just it's it, traumatizing it's yeah it's traumatizing and it's just like stop it stop it <laughs> please stop <laughs> that's it just stop, stop it so <laughs> <laughs> literally so no what yeah like ugh, it's terrifying do not give the police any more power they really don't need it like just less of them please mm. because they're not keeping anyone safe anyway so just put less of them like I don't think I'd feel any less safe if there were less police out mm. because I don't feel safe with them there anyway yeah like, like what I personally would need is police to be investigating all of the rape allegations that have been presented to them and all of the other things that are police. harming people like say if someone's house has and been burgled that's when like I'd, I'd expect the police to get involved. You know what I mean? Rather, mm. I don't. I don't like the energy. Just anyway, of like people patrolling the streets and being like, "Oh, you're acting bad. Let me go and tell you off." It just reminds me of school. Yeah, like, I don't like it. It is school. I'm sorry. Look, this is what this this country like. We are all the pupils. <laughs> the government are the teachers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, and I'm sorry. Like they run life like that, and they mm. run they run schools like that. They run they run this British schools like like the kids in there are little prisoners that's how they run mm-hmm. it and um 
Literally. And as well, um, why don't you actually investigate paces, um, the cases where people are reporting to you? So when a woman reports mm. that she's been stalked by the same person five times yeah. and you decide to charge her £90 for wasting the police time, Mm-hmm. For her then, for it then to turn out that she trigger warning that she is murdered by the, her stalker. Yeah, that's and she terrible. reported. She reported them five times, and you did nothing. You know what? The police don't need no more power because they're not even frigging using their power in the first place to even yeah. make any change and make any difference, and to even help people in the first place. The police are not there to help people. They don't care about women. They don't care about anyone. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And yeah. that's yeah, yeah. Who's that? What are the people doing? Shana Shana Grice, uh, I think. Is it rest in peace? I think so. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Just it's it's How horrific. Awful. It's it's horrific. And I'm sorry, we don't we don't ask for these things to happen. Mm-hmm. And you guys are trying to trying to give more powers to the police. Like, I'm sorry, that woman. That woman mm. in Parliament, she knows what the fuck she's doing. Mm. <laughs> she knows what she's doing because she don't care about people. I'm not even going to say her name. <laughs> she knows what she's doing because she don't. She don't give a shit about people. Mm. That woman, that evil woman, she knows what she's doing. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we just wanted to touch a bit on Laura Whitmore as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Deanna sent me um, a post by Laura Whitmore. Wait, do you want to read what she said? Can you find it? Yeah, I'll have a look. So Laura Whitmore oh is God. the woman who does Love Island now. Um, she she yeah. does the presenting and when stuff. We, when we were all shouting for Maya Jama, Laura Whitmore came. <laughs> How did that happen? How did Maya not get that role? Um, right, I found because it. Because she's not white. So basically, apparently Laura is into sustainability and she has been into it for a while. So like in the fashion industry, (laughs) but she's now partnering with Like how you said apparently. (laughs) I don't know anything about Laura, except she's pretty and she's Irish. And yeah, that's all I know. But um, yeah, so she's she's partnering with Primark on a new sustainability campaign. Uh, you, You know, when some stuff doesn't fit together in the same sentence like how does that work when you look at Primark <laughs> they have new things on the shelf every single day like producing that Literally. much stuff is not sustainable I'm no expert in this area but you just know making that that many pieces items of clothing is not sustainable in any sort of way yeah. like um for the planet we can't keep producing so much stuff like we've got so much yeah. stuff everywhere and we don't have enough places to like dispose of it um mm-hmm. so yeah she she um put a picture up just saying oh yeah I'm working with Primark um I've been speaking up about sustainability for a long time trying to be a be better personally and understanding where it comes from but you don't have to spend 50 quid on a t-shirt to be sustainable I feel there's a pressure a halo effect that we must spend a fortune blah 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 about prices she said the same thing about 50 times right in my new role I'm incredibly excited to be part of conversation with a huge brand that is playing a vital role in making change for the future I'm looking forward to joining Primark on their journey over the next 12 months and bringing you all along with me I'm asking questions I'm sure you all have when it comes to sustainability for higher street brands i'm delighted um with what primark are doing and can't wait to share so yeah basically she's happy working <laughs> um, before, with primark sorry 
um, mm. before we go into it, because I just thought of something. So Primark being the only high street, being one of the only high street shops that refuses to be online. Mm. Um, <laughs> Do you find it interesting that, you know, it's almost coming to April the 12th. So now they need to get their brand ambassadors in. Mm. They can send some clothing to their brand ambassadors to their celebrities to post their mm. picture on instagram so people can start being hyped up about primark again yeah isn't that and to shop like, more. people are gonna go to prim- people are gonna go to primark anyway because yeah. like i'm sure everyone has everyone's run out of socks everyone needs new underwear everyone needs, literally you know what i mean <laughs> but it's like <laughs> but i just find that interesting but anyway back to sustainability and Primark mm. which doesn't really go well in a sentence together but no it doesn't <laughs> um, so what has happened people are calling her out um, mm-hmm. Aja Barba is that how you say her name Barbara Barb- I'm um, honestly so dyslexic it's a joke Aja Barba yeah. um, she basically Aja is Barba. a sustainability um, activist I guess I don't know what her like credentials are or, or her um, titles yeah. are but I think that's I followed her for quite a while, and she she focuses a lot about on sustainability and like the environment and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but she basically commented, and I think her and Laura have had conversations in the past. But she said um, that pressure you talk about is called paying people a living wage and vast majority of fast fashion brands cannot guarantee that they do that especially not selling mm-hmm. pieces under five pounds there's no way at all they are lying to you about whatever they are doing because it's not possible mm-hmm. it's not possible to be a sustainable brand under the model of fast fashion yeah because they are a fast fashion brand like it is yeah. crazily fast like the the yeah, the turnaround of clothing in that shop and and accessories mm-hmm. and like homeware, like there's so everything. much stuff. Literally, Shoes. they like they sell everything there. Yeah, go on. I feel like the word sustainability is just being thrown around way too much mm-hmm. now with with these brands. And like the thing is, I just feel like fast fast fashion brands can't just be claiming that they're sustainable and um i don't know like laura whitmore hasn't even said how it's sustainable or Mm. what they're doing because how is it sustainable is it is it sustainable as in it's eco-friendly like what is it but it can't be eco-friendly if it's throwaway fashion fast fashion really realistically it's throwaway fashion you're not gonna keep wearing these bits for um over three years probably not Mm -hmm. you're probably not gonna keep them for a year um over over one year so and the thing is the fact that they're like you said so they have so much clothes Mm. they have so much of things so many pieces that it's like it's not it it can't be sustainable because Mm. the clothing industry is the biggest polluter Mm -hmm. that is is like the fashion industry is the biggest polluter that there is um and yeah and it's just like because this is the reason why as well that I've stopped buying jeans. I've stopped buying like mm. new denim jeans. I've actually, because one, because um, they always rip. They are not, <laughs> um, they are not designed for my thighs or for my bum. They rip on the same leg in my inner thigh every time. Same leg, all my Topshop jeans all the time. Like literally mm-hmm. the last time I bought a pair of Topshop jeans, I I literally I refuse to wear them because I'm trying not to have them rip. I'm mm. I, like I'm really being like careful of when and where I wear them to the point mm. where now I'm not wearing them at all. Oh and God. I've got to the point where instead I went in the attic 
found my dad's old jeans because apparently those fit me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing my dad's old jeans. And you know, like, I'm just sorry. Like, you know, I can't, I don't want to buy jeans because denim is like the, one of the biggest um, Mm -hmm. polluters, um, especially like with dyeing it and all of that as well. Mm. And yeah, like we can't be, I feel like they are, well, Again, Laura Whitmore, she didn't say how it's sustainable. She didn't mention what they're doing. I don't understand what Primark's doing. Like, mm. what are they using? Eco-materials? Yeah. It cause... didn't mention that. I don't know what it is. Are they are they trying to be more eco-friendly? What is it? Because they're not trying to be sustainable because they're not paying their workers. Mm. They're, they're, they're like, you know, like it's like slave labour the way they're making these clothes. And um, yeah, so what what is it? What... <laughs> Yeah, how like, was it sustainable? What they're her doing? The only comment there was um, the same thing over again about oh, you should be able to afford cheap, sustainable clothes. But you're using the word sustainable to draw people in, like what you just said. Yeah. The same way that people use Black Lives Matter and LGBT mm-hmm. um, and Pride yeah. and uh, feminism, people and use allyship. these buzzwords and then they they draw people in your yeah, allyship to buy items that aren't actually made in that way. So H and M creating tops. Yeah that say um, this is what a feminist look like that have been made by women that aren't earning enough like money like it makes no sense like <laughs> these brands are just very performative yeah. and it seems like what Laura's mm-hmm. doing like the the campaign that she's on she hasn't gave us enough information for us to be sure that like yeah it's actually a sustainable which, campaign which clearly shows that she hasn't done her own research yeah so you haven't done your research into Primark like and as well, some of the comments that she came back to um, Arja with, like she was very mm. much like, oh, um, no, because first she she had said in there how I love pennies. I've loved Primark all this time, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And everyone should be able to afford clothing. And it's like, OK, that's all well and good. But um, the people making those clothing should also be able to afford that mm. clothing. They yeah. should also be paid a reasonable amount. Like I all... <laughs> like the thing is yeah because i kind of just have this issue with you know when brands they're like kind of especially like some of the the eco Mm -hmm. brands now um (laughs) anyway one of our fave eco brands that um arjo actually shouted out as well Mm. before because they weren't being inclusive with their sizing um Mm. and stuff like that so like they they promote oh yeah they pay their workers a living wage blah blah Mm. blah but then all of their all of their merchandise is manufactured in India and it's kind of like but you've still chosen to manufacture your clothing in a a developing country because Mm. the labour is going to be cheaper cheaper. so Mm -hmm. the living wage in in India is going to be much cheaper than the living wage of people making clothing in the UK so I just feel like even that ethos it's kind of like Mm. like well does that make sense is that like yeah. is that eco is that is that sustainable as well ethical. in that sense it's really not you know ethical. is that ethical yeah that's you know it's like and okay it's good you've provided jobs you've provided you know like um though because they show everything that they've done sorry i'm i'm talking about lucy and yak i'm just gonna <laughs> say it and um like and don't get me wrong like I I love that I've got quite a few Lucy and Yak pieces I love mm. their clothing and whatever um and like I won their giveaway I won a giveaway by them as well <laughs> and um 
I won. I've won so many giveaways yeah. through lockdown. You've got talent. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> talent for liking pictures and reposting on my story. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so, they um, while they're promoting, okay, like okay, their their clothing is is um, promoting sustainability and mm-hmm. eco friendly, and they use recycled materials X Y Z. However, like what about how ethical it is and is there a bit of this white saviorism when you want to go to developing mm. countries and provide jobs like why can't you provide jobs in the UK mm-hmm. you know like and this is the thing I'm sorry I always come back to like you know what there's children starving in the UK like mm-hmm. you know growing up that it was always that thing oh don't I mean make sure you eat all your food there's children starving in Africa you know what there's children starving in the friggin mm-hmm. UK there is like uh, why and why aren't we talking about that why aren't we talking mm-hmm. about that why are we all, we're always talking about the starving kids in Africa you know and I think that's that mm-hmm. I feel like that is smelly because there's starving kids who maybe them they're probably sitting next to you in the class you know what I mean like I'm sorry mm-hmm. let's yeah. let's talk about that and why is it always oh yeah I've created all these jobs in this developing country but why where are the jobs that you could create in the UK mm-hmm. like I and why is the country like, underdeveloped? Yeah. Because of and us. And the thing is, like, okay, exactly. Like, fair enough that, okay, maybe the UK doesn't have the facilities and maybe it is too expensive to um, actually, for it to be viable to do that for the type of um, thing that you are trying to produce, products that you are producing, it won't be viable and there won't be a profit for the company. And, you know what, it might just be, better economically for it to be in a different country Mm. but i just like it's just i don't know do we need to start getting the infrastructures in in this country so things to start being a bit cheaper but i guess it never will be cheaper because our living wage is so high because they make it impossible to live here Mm -hmm. it's impossible to live (laughs) to live in the uk like and actually have money have savings be able to live like you know so Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it's yeah yeah um but that's not to say okay it's it's good that they can create jobs in these places and you know and you know the the people who are working like in these places can actually have you know like maybe their wages should be a bit higher than than the living wage in india maybe like maybe that's something that Mm. needs to be considered and uh, yeah same with primark we know that for Primark clothing, it's basically slave labor, like, and they need to sort it out. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm still, I'm still trying to understand what, what is sustainable about it. Like, what she, she literally has not even said what, what the sustainable part of the fashion is. She, she hasn't, mm-hmm. she hasn't said anything. She hasn't, she hasn't said if it's an eco-friendly material and that's the type of sustainable that they're talking mm-hmm. about. She hasn't said, is it like she just she hasn't said anything yeah that it's just a confusing <laughs> it seems like a waste of a post that like at least announce something yeah. when there's something to announce rather than just Literally. posting it to tell everyone that you're an ambassador for yeah a fast fashion to, just, to, just to take a picture in a shit t-shirt like <laughs> <I don't, yeah. laughs> but if that if that um her little two-piece is primark that would be that is cute but however mm. it 
I'm guessing it's just a shit t-shirt because she's not really, she would be kind of bigging up the two-piece if it was the two-piece. Yeah. If everything that she's wearing in that photo is Primark, she'd be bigging up the two-piece because mm-hmm. that is cute. But um, yeah, if you're just promote, promoting a shit t-shirt, like, babe, mm. babe, please, like, tell me the sustainability. You haven't told me anything. So it just, it yeah. just it, yeah, it just seems like you've done no research. That's it. Yeah, it's just a stupid, like, people just attach sustainability to anything to make people feel um, better about their, like, buying choices. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a lie. Yeah. Yeah, literally, literally. And it just makes, and it is, now it is a marketing tool. It's just to get mm-hmm. more people to buy there. If people think that they're being sustainable, that a company and a brand is being sustainable, they're like, oh, they're, they're sustainable now, I can buy there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, look, if it's not the case, then it's a lie. Like I just said in the comments, it's a lie. And mm-hmm. you know what? I think it's good on Laura Whitmore for her not to delete Arja's comments. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And to keep them up there. And um, I think that's good because, like, it's it is raising awareness. Like, mm. we need to understand the truth, and like, yeah, we need to know we need to know the truth behind these brands. Yeah, and unfortunately, and is, fashion, yeah, fashion is expensive. If you want to be sustainable, it's expensive. Unfortunately, like, mm-hmm. the best way to be um, sustainable in fashion is to be minimal with your fashion and not have many pieces, mm. and like that that is the best way and i know you guys can look at me and look at me with all my clothes like yeah look at me because i'm sorry like mm. <laughs> i'm not claiming to be sustainable like i'm i try and i try and shop from um sustain like i try and shop sustainably but like obviously like mm. i'm not i'm not gonna say that i'm the best i'm not gonna say that i'm fantastic and i know what yeah. i'm doing because i don't like i yeah, need to do a lot more research mm-hmm. yeah and there's people online that like people should follow like Aja and there's so many sustainable yeah. um I'm like, gonna say her so yeah. people know so this is Aja um Aja Barber her at is A-J-A-B-A-R-B-E-R if you want to follow her she she talks all about sustainability um she's very good she she calls out brands she was calling out ASOS when they bought Topshop because it was like okay mm-hmm. if you're going to be buying Topshop you then you need to buy the what you need to pay for the workers who Topshop decided not to pay because of covid and yeah. like this is these are what your favorite brands are doing guys this is what they're doing <laughs> they're not like i'm sorry they're taking all our money they're getting us to buy their to buy their stuff they're they're closing their shops during a lockdown so people can't return the stuff that they just bought last week like literally they're doing all of that and they're not paying the the people who mm-hmm. made the clothes they're not paying the people who are in um who are sending the stuff out just because they were going down under like i'm sorry our good money is still gone into there and they can pay their workers, you know? And um, yeah, so like, yeah, she's calling out um, ASOS. ASOS, yeah, pay pay the debt from Topshop. If you're going to buy them, <laughs> also pay that debt because like yeah. these people need to be paid. Uh, they need to be mm-hmm. paid for the work because that is illegal. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and that's on there. Um, I don't know if we want to Next. chat about... Um, Sweetie and Quavo right now. I think we could leave that for next week, maybe. Yeah, I, think it'll fit I was just going to say that because episode. I don't have too much to say about them too. Yeah, at the moment, there's not. I don't. Yeah, Sweetie and Quavo broken up. Yeah, I didn't even know that they were the couple. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're broken up. He cheated. You know, 
Yeah, same Shop. story, different people. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Same, same um, three anyway. friends, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so we decided that we wanted to have this episode, yeah. And guys, this is going to be a fun episode. <laughs> so we want to talk about... Yeah, we want to talk about like bodies, our bodies, everyone's bodies, and like how we feel about our bodies. Um, so yeah, like you said that you read something about like kind of where this originated from, kind of like how how accepting we are of our bodies and how we see our bodies, kind of thing. She's been drinking too much wine, guys. Um, Everything's wrapped around my legs, that's why. Um, So, yeah, I've been reading this book. It's called um, Don't Touch My Hair, and it's very, very good. Mm -hmm. Um, I've just finished it actually, but there's a section on it. Um, Emma something, I forgot her surname. Oh, where's the book? Mm, Emma something. Uh, We can put her at in the description because I follow her on Instagram as well Um, but it's really good and um, there's a section on it which is about um, basically the 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 kind of origins of where um, humans started to see women as objects and like visually pleasing kind of Mm -hmm. things to be looked at rather than it being reciprocated how women became the visual thing to look at basically yeah so um there's a book by john berger who is an artist and an author and um it's called ways of seeing and it's about like visual logic i haven't read the book but Mm -hmm. she she talks a lot about it and she said that um it, it basically says in the book our ways of seeing has been influenced by tradition and by oil paintings. Mm-hmm. So oil paintings reigned from 1500 to 1900 and um, it's kind of governing laws and cultural norms still represent how we perceive others right now. So um, mm-hmm. oil paintings are an example of the relationship between um, like a spectator and an object. So yeah. Um, yeah, like people just look at the paintings and admire the paintings, basically. Um, and over yeah. time, nude women became like a prolific genre in oil paintings. Um, mm-hmm. And females were basically... That, that's like the first time that has been recorded that females are aware that they're being gazed at by men and men are looking at okay. them. And um, Interesting. They basically also became... Oil paintings became a popular art form at the beginning of European global expansion and around the time Mm -hmm. that Africa was colonised and um, the birth of capitalism. So around the same time that... Like, obviously, the women in these paintings all looked a certain way as well. So this could be kind of near where the time when Eurocentric beauty standards became, like, the norm Mm -hmm. through oil paintings Mm -hmm. or became the thing to be desired and that men like the look of. Um, So there's a specific painting as well called The Judgment of Paris. And apparently this is pivotal because it established the idea that um, men look at naked women's bodies with judgment. Um, Yeah. And this is where apparently it began where beauty started to be competitive. And um, these attitudes obviously continue now because... Like, all of us girls are competing, like, all the time 
through Instagram, through mm-hmm. like the media, everyone wants to look the best and stuff. So um, yeah, it's it's interesting, um, but yeah. it also kind of conveys that Europeans created this kind of hierarchy of and th- these categories of this is pretty What's beautiful yeah and this isn't like so this doesn't look yeah. good we don't like the look of this well european men created that and we're yeah. still trying to match up to that now in yeah 2021 it's crazy yeah, i guess it all evolves because it's like how kind of victorian times you had the corset um and mm-hmm. did you know like they used to have to cover piano legs in case men thought they were too sexy yeah there used to be a thing like (sighs) piano leg covers so in like the rich households they they covered piano legs because they were deemed too sexy i never knew that that is so strange yeah (laughs) (laughs) one of the random facts that i still remember from when i don't know when i was told it but um but yeah, so like, so that's that's interesting, kind of like the origins of where this whole judgment and kind of looking at looking at people, um, specifically women, and kind of judging, like mm. kind of putting them putting them together to kind of decide what's better. Um, I think as well. So like, moving on, to kind of to mm. like the body positivity movement and how it seems like it's kind of been taken over by um quote unquote like acceptable bodies kind of thing so um the body positivity movement um was actually started by um i think by black women yeah again because black black women women in the 60s yeah black women start everything so um started Mm -hmm. by fat black women um of bigger bigger bodies and everything um and just kind of starting to actually know what, like let's accept our bodies and let's mm. accept being fat and also um, reclaiming the word fat. Cause you know, for too long fat and fatness has been like the, the brunt of a joke kind of yeah, thing. Definitely. Like it's always laugh at them because they're fat. Mm-hmm. And um which is it's really which is weird and it's interesting especially considering like in history um fat people were kind of seen as wealthy um and stuff like that because you know they can afford more food you know you know henry the eighth you know our fave fat fat person (laughs) in history you know like he was eating (laughs) yeah our fave him and he had and look he got married lots of times because he was fat and Mm -hmm. yeah whatever anyway but yeah so um but now it's kind of like with body positivity you see a lot of slim um slim women kind of all Mm -hmm. under that hashtag and stuff like that like and it's been it's kind of been taken over by by white white cis Mm. women slim women who is like a lot of people will look at their bodies and not see anything wrong with it, but they're mm. shouting body positivity because, oh, look, they've got one role or, oh, look, mm-hmm. my fupa. And it's just like, and remember when fupa was a thing? Like, yeah. they would talk about fupas. And I was just like, what the fuck is a fupa? What is that? Um, it's it's What does it stand for? Fat upper body, upper, upper fupa. I need to. I'm searching. What does fupa yeah, stand for? What the what the hell? Fupa meaning. Oh, sorry, I'm on Google Images. 
uh, fat upper pubic area. I did not know that's what it meant. <laughs> fat upper pubic area. I did I not didn't know. know that's what it was. I didn't know okay, the piece stood for what, pubic. Pubic, yeah, <laughs> that's what a pubic <laughs> is. And it's just like, and yeah, and there was this, yeah, because there was suddenly this whole thing of yeah, let's love our pubers, and it's like, mm-hmm. huh. What? And it's just obviously, I just feel like we have, especially kind of like growing up, like, um, millennial, how do I say that word? Millennials. Yeah, that's the word. Growing up, um, kind of in this time where we were growing up in a society where it's just like, oh, do I look fat in this? Mm. The little black dress, your, your stomach has to be flat. You know, the celebrities that you saw were stick thin. Like, yeah. and, um, oh my gosh, we were talking um, recently about how like Tumblr used to kind of, <laughs> you know, like glamorize, um, oh like, uh, glamorize eating disorders. Yeah, so trigger warning, like, it used to glamorize kind of like anorexia stuff like mm. that and, and thigh gaps thigh gaps <laughs> thigh gaps oh were a God. thing like um, yeah we were talking about, I remember when um, talking about like my friend talking about thigh gap and I was like why would mm. you want one of those and like, she was, and then she was like oh I've got a thigh gap and I was like because like, she was skinny I was like yeah but why mm. would you want one I don't understand yeah. like I don't understand it looks weird like I remember <laughs> I was actually I was actually saying yeah but it, it looks weird I said this to her I was like it looks mm. weird I don't understand like I never even noticed because I'm not looking at your crotch yeah <laughs> it's true you have to look at that area because it, it's like yeah. I find it really strange because I don't have one so I think how does that work like does it get yeah. cold <laughs> like I mean, uh, uh, yeah, does it get cold? So, wait, your legs do not rub together when you're walking? Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> wait, what? Like, it's just weird. And kind of growing up anyway, like, you know, like, you know, when I was when I was little, you know, mm. say you'd pretend to be a model and you do model walks, yeah. yeah. You have to cross each leg in front of each other. So your legs will be touching all the time. So I didn't understand it. Like, yeah, I didn't, same. I didn't, I didn't get it. Yeah, but I um, wanted one. I really wanted one because... In school, I had really muscly legs. Like, they were really... Because I was so yeah. sporty. I had really big muscly legs. And in school, when you're in, like, year 10, 11, you want to be cute, you want to look dainty, and you want the boys to fancy you. And I just thought, <laughs> oh, my legs are just so big. Like, no one's going to fancy me. And, like, most of the girls, they had, like, slim legs. I don't know if they had fire gap, but mm-hmm. they just had skinny legs. And I thought, oh, that's what I want. But um, now, the opposite. Everyone wants thick legs. <laughs> Everyone wants a bum. <laughs> And it's Everyone crazy. Everyone wants, Things you know, change. the hourglass, the hourglass bum, the ant bum, but <laughs> not quite the ant bum, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, I just think it's, um, it's interesting that, that um, a movement that was started by fat black women has now been taken over by white skinny women and, or slim women, because mm. some people get offended by the word skinny. Um, yeah. Yeah. white slim women and it's just like and is we've gone back to that european centric standard of beauty and mm-hmm. it's just like i just really feel like we need to be seeing more normal bodies and social mm-hmm. media we are just constantly consuming fake bodies a lot like mm-hmm. you know we see the kardashians we know that they love their surgeons they're like their main relationships are with their surgeons you know what mm-hmm. i mean and it's like this is not to shame um people who choose to get surgery like if that's what you want to do if that's what's going to make you love your body and make you feel feel like yourself you know what don't like we are not shaming that at all mm-hmm. um however like if 
is that love coming from kind of social media from what you see on social media just wanting to have that 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 kim kardashian look Mm. you know and um it's just it's just i feel like it's a shame that we've come to this like Mm, yeah but then but then like you said from the origins of it it's always been like this have have we Mm. actually changed the only thing that we've changed is that is social media is that we've got phones is that we we can consume this all the time Mm. whereas but when we were growing up like my sister had loads of magazines she had all mm. the gossip magazines. Weren't we always consuming this much? But we just had to get the new magazines weekly kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I think the thing with social media, it makes it feel like everyone's a lot closer. So you see girls from yeah. London that literally look like Naomi Campbell, supermodels, and you think, oh my mm-hmm. God, like there's so many local girls that are so pretty. When, yeah. Like, yeah, like everyone can be pretty if they know their angles, know what filters look good, use face tune, mm-hmm. they know the right surgeon, like, you you, you mm-hmm. just can't compare yourself to people online that you know nothing about and they know nothing about you yeah. you're strangers that's, you do not know each yeah. other exactly i think that's what it is it's the fact that we're too busy trying to compare ourselves to the next person mm-hmm. um and it's like it's hard and it but mm-hmm. then it's kind of why is it that you're comparing yourself to them what it's what is it that you want to compare People, but competition people want, for what? For the male gaze. I actually think it's for men. Like, we, we yeah. without even knowing it, we've been conditioned to compete for men. Like, we, we compete for yeah. relationships, marriage, like, um, for just mm-hmm. their gaze and their desire. Like, we all do it without realising it. It's like internalised misogyny, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, cause definitely. You, you do. Definitely. Like, sometimes people even, like, when they're doing things day to day, they think about oh what would my future husband think of this or what what would my man think if I'm doing this this and this yeah. and it's just like we shouldn't be thinking like that like your body is mm-hmm. your body your life is your life stop centering men around men. every single thing that you do <laughs> literally you know what yeah I agree with that 100% and it's just it, but it's a shame that we've got here it's a shame that mm. we've like yeah it's just a shame that we've that this is where it's like what I love kind of women feeling kind of feeling good about themselves and feeling good mm. about their bodies and doing things so they feel good about their bodies. Like I love that. However, mm. it's just getting to the point where are we getting to a point where we're, we're a bit obsessed with it? And yeah. we're a bit obsessed with how the next person looks and we need to keep up with that because especially in this time in COVID, like I know like everyone has been chatting about putting on weight and now everyone is talking about oh, we're going to be let outside and mm. now we need to get up. Oh, now we need to get back in the gym. Everyone's chatting about getting back in the gym. Everyone's probably chatting about doing their homework. At the beginning of COVID, everyone home workouts that's yeah. what everyone was doing to distract yeah. themselves everyone home workouts everyone yoga everyone like personal trainer let's let's mm-hmm. find home workouts what we can do and it's like yeah. what is this obsession with our bodies like why wasn't it okay for us to we were all locked down we wanted to stay inside why wasn't it okay for us to sit down and just eat our eat popcorn like <laughs> you know just just eat our, yeah. eat our crisps and eat like just eat all the food that's in the house like how comes it was oh but we need to we need to be doing this gym workout and stuff and it's just like it like do we are we just a bit obsessed with this and and even just showing that we are kind of at the gym we are working out yeah, and keeping so fit true. like 
Yeah. But the origins of the body positivity movement was about um, what you look like on the outside. Like, mm. it doesn't determine what your body is on the inside so it's well yeah that and as well as your health like just because you've got extra skin doesn't mean that you've got diabetes you're not healthy conditions yeah exactly so it's about keeping healthy loving yourself and embracing what your body looks like regardless embracing your shape what other people think yeah because your shape is your shape like some people just have extra skin some people they Mm. might eat more but just because they eat more doesn't mean they're unhealthy people be people be eating vegetables and stuff and they can still put on weight like it, yeah people are built differently and yeah exactly this is this is so true and i really think that this is something that we need to be normalizing and it's not this um you know when like when we were little we'd, you'd always hear oh i'm big boned yeah <laughs> it's not that it's not it's not, it's not it's not it's not about being big boned it's about like this is just your shape this is just mm. your specific shape down to genetics down to Mm. what you eat down to not even not even down to what you eat just down to your genetics and your your makeup because i'm sorry like there are people who are um who are fat like when we're using the word fat this is we are not using it in derogatory terms um Mm -hmm. like but so basically and this is another reason why we're not saying the word obese because obese is a very derogatory term that has Mm -hmm. been um used to shame shame um bigger bodies in the medical industry basically um Mm -hmm. because they use that as an like i've seen i saw like threads on where a woman was suffering from Basically, she was suffering from endometriosis, I think. Oh, my gosh. Um, this is a thread ages ago. However, so she kept mm. going to the doctor about her periods. <laughs> and they mm. kept going to her about, oh, you're overweight. Oh, you're obese. It's to do with that. And that was just the explanation for everything. Until, like, mm. something happened and something almost happened to her. And finally, they 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 said oh it's endometriosis yeah. and it's like she's been suffering all this time and all you guys have been saying is your weight and mm-hmm. um ah oh, i'm sure she went and purposely lost weight she mm. purposely lost weight got down to a size just so they couldn't say that she was obese and then wow. they went and actually um diagnosed her and it's like someone shouldn't have to go through that trauma mm-hmm. of going through so much pain for the doctor to just ignore them and blame it on their weight everything comes back to their weight and um for it to be something that could have been diagnosed and could have been sorted out like with the body that she was in anyway and it's just this whole thing like it's just the whole thing of shaming just it's like Mm. people feel like they should shame people for have for being big and it's i feel we need to get past this it's it's let's like I feel like we need to be looking at all types of bodies and just getting used to it do you know what I mean yeah. like because think... I'm sure like um mm. sorry like right. I'm definitely I'm definitely getting over fat phobic tendencies from growing up mm. you know like we've all kind of been in that's been ingrained in all of us and I'm definitely just being like actually let me follow people who are who who are fat who are big bodied who are like this and like and they are all beautiful let me follow them and let me just get Mm -hmm. used to it and like look at their bodies and and like and just think actually no like i and now i'm looking at them and i don't see them as 
as like fat in a derogatory sense you know yeah. I, I see them as like you know what like that's their body and they they actually look fantastic they look amazing mm-hmm. you know it's so um, sad actually that people see the fatness before they see the individual because like that yeah. also then leads to like death ultimately trigger warning like, yeah because in the medical industry like i'm sorry but there there are problems within the medical industry we know that as black people anyway but um add in like blackness and fat phobia put like put them both together as a flat fat black woman your experience in the med- medical industry is going to be very different to like other people because mm-hmm. you've got the layer of racism and the layer of fat phobia on top of that people are going to yeah. just like that example say that you're fat and then say think that you're exaggerating your pains and stuff mm. so you're going to be treated differently like we see it with covid deaths fat people have died at higher rates than um, yeah. people who aren't fat and yeah with obesity and the bmi test like there's been a lot going around about that recently around how the bmi, the BMI test is basically created very... by scandinavians so it doesn't apply to african people people <laughs> of african heritage Literally, the BMI test is so is so um, unreliable because mm-hmm. my, um, like I myself, I am literally always on the cusp of being overweight, always. <laughs> but like I'm muscly, yeah. you know. And as we all know, muscle weighs more than fat. And this is the, and I've always been muscly. And like the same, my mum, mm-hmm. my mum is always in the overweight category because she's <laughs> short. Because she's short. And because of her weight, because she is muscly, she's mm. always in the overweight category. And it's like, but clearly she is not overweight. Like, um, yeah. at all. Like clearly she's not overweight. And like, we cannot be going on the BMI system. We cannot be going on of like, and we cannot be, I feel like as well, we cannot be going on this system of weight as well. I mm. feel like weight is a construct that is, again, it's just discriminatory of people Mm -hmm. like and i feel like this whole concept of weight needs to be dashed in the bin (laughs) um i feel like the scales the scales need to go in the bin like just let's kind of like i feel like we can measure fitness in different ways like you can Mm -hmm. measure fitness kind of on your body mass as in not as in bmi which is body mass index but (laughs) as in but measure it on as in kind of how much muscle you have rather Mm. than oh the body mass index is this much and that means it's this way and that means you're overweight no let's do it on how much muscle you've got because Mm. like me being classed as overweight when Mm. it's like I'm I'm not like let's do it on okay well you've got this much muscle this needs to be allocated and this needs to be um done this way to then calculate on your Mm. for your health personally Uh um yeah it's just (laughs) yeah it's just a shame that like that there's this whole this the discrimination against fat people is so Mm. rife and it's definitely is definitely in the medical industry like it needs something needs to be done about it like Mm -hmm. and people shouldn't have to people shouldn't be shamed for their weight Mm. People yeah. shouldn't be shamed. Okay, like if you want to talk about people's health, let's let's talk about their health. Let's talk mm-hmm. about their lifestyle. But the but all the time when when people want to shout that people that someone's fat and shout that they are obese mm. when because they're, they're being rude, when they want to shout that these people don't care about these individuals' health. They don't. Mm-hmm. Like so, why are you yeah. on their comments? shouting that they're fat why are you on the comments shouting that they're disgusting why why are you there 
you don't need yeah. to be following them because you hear from a lot of um a lot of black influencers black um black fat influencers you'll mm-hmm. hear um like so i want to shout out stephanie yerba um and i want to shout out queen mojo as well like um they're the two mm-hmm. um the two that i um follow the most and i just love their content i love everything that mm-hmm. they do and um literally stephanie um yerba she's she's spoken a lot of the times about about when she gets these comments about oh you're fat and you're ugly and oh look you need to lose weight and then they'll try and claim oh but it's just because you know it's unhealthy we care about your health and it's like you don't give a shit about this person's health you don't give a shit and it's like and especially when it comes to like dating um stephanie's Mm -hmm. spoken a lot about dating and stuff and and it's just like no what it's just like but we need to be in a place like and stephanie is definitely um, she's spoken about her journey with kind of being accepting of her body and it's um, and just getting to a place where it's just like actually like I'm I'm beautiful as I am mm. you know and like Stephanie and, and Queen Mojo they are both these women yeah. are buff <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> they are buff and their bodies their bodies look good everything that they wear their clothing mm, like all the time like <laughs> Queen Mojo does like outfits and she does like mm. dresses outfits and I'm just like mm, nah and she she did a <laughs> haul but actually Queen Mojo there's a really good video that she did where she um she put she did outfits that she would have worn when she was uncomfortable with her body versus outfits mm. she'd wear now so she had like holiday outfits she had going out she had like mm. swimwear beachwear and she's like oh yeah so I would have worn this um you know to to like a brunch or like to a dinner blah 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 and like so she she would have maybe like some jeans like a big top um, and then like with like a few frills on there so it looks more mm-hmm. frumpy and then she'd have a cover up over that as well mm-hmm. and then she showed what she'd be wearing now she'd be like a tight dress <laughs> and I was like no 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 these are and she actually put on the outfits that she had in her closet from what she was wearing before mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm sorry like not and those outfits they weren't doing it for her like mm-hmm. and it's just like we're in this like we've been in this sphere where we're from the shame that people are putting on mm-hmm. fat women like instead they're making choices because of their size and as well we need to actually understand that the fashion industry has not is not inclusive it's not inclusive of big bodies and um that is something that needs to be held into consideration mm-hmm. um like as well sorry um sorry to keep ranting but um, <laughs> there was like it's it's like the whole thing like how kind of sports brands are only now being inclusive but you guys have been it's shouting crazy. at fat people to go to the gym all this time but what mm. what what were they meant to be wearing when they didn't they didn't stop their size they couldn't get so like crazy. they couldn't get nike or adidas leggings but mm. oh but they should be in the gym they should be going on for a run but they can't get the gear and like mm. just isn't that how mad is that and how contradictory is that (laughs) yeah so crazy i think as well um black communities need to be a bit more cautious of the language that we're using when describing fat people because it's very similar to what um the white slave owners would use yeah like would Mm -hmm. use towards the enslaved people so like the stereotypes that fat people are lazy that they're Mm -hmm. unkept and they don't they don't care about you know their appearances and that they're mm-hmm. like dirty and stuff and unattractive yeah. it's like 
why why do we need to continue on with this like vile language because and the yeah. tone as well when people act like they're concerned when they're not like it's none of your business like it, mm-hmm. it it shows a lot more about yourself if you're constantly commenting on fat people and you feel like you as yeah. someone who isn't fat can keep like shaming them and talking about fat yeah. people like they're and why not does that human. make you feel better yeah and it's like it's literally like what what is it in your insecurities making you have to target fat people all the time mm. what is it like you just just admit that you fancy them just admit that yeah. you just admit just admit that you love them that you want to have sex with them come on now just admit it's it like that's that. what it is I like, feel like it you is guys you love them i think <laughs> it is they love it they love it and mm-hmm. for some reason because society has told them to be disgusted by it they are disgusted in themselves for liking it but mm-hmm. it's okay it's normal like and like fat bodies need to be normalized let's normalize it because at the end of the day like if people are healthy and if people are doing what they need to do and enjoying their lives why are we shamed shaming them for their size mm-hmm. you know it's like and it's really i've really been doing like unlearning on this because we've just have yeah. so much toxic behavior when it comes to it like mm-hmm. and it's just and it's not you know and just even growing up with people who are around me like just the kind of toxic language that's used like oh my gosh I'm getting fat or oh my gosh mm-hmm. oh I look I look horrible or you know and stuff like that and oh if I'm getting fat just let me know kind of thing and it's just like why are you obsessed with that like yeah yeah it's uncomfortable you know, being being in the presence of someone who keeps calling themselves fat or like commenting mm-hmm. on their own weight because it's like I don't I don't look at you and see that it's not something that I think of like yeah. and I don't I don't know what to say like I find it really awkward yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it is it is hard it is hard and it's it's just like well what do you want me to do like yeah. especially when you eat healthy and you're going to the gym all the time I don't I what am I meant to say to you like yeah. I can't say anything and the thing all I can all I can do is tell you that you're beautiful you know mm-hmm. all, that's all I can do you are beautiful and you're not those things that you are saying about yourself um like which we will get on we'll get onto that more because like we'll we mm. like we've kind of um like loving like loving body tips like we'll come mm. on to that um but yeah as well i feel like can we touch on um like kind of trending bodies like yeah of course how body trends <laughs> i love this topic <laughs> yeah literally so um it's interesting that no because it's interesting to actually realize that bodies different types of bodies trend trend yeah especially Isn't when it? like if we if we look at a lot of older celebrities you know mm-hmm. a lot of them will have fake boobs and facelifts because that was the surgery trend and the body yeah. trend like these facelifts and when you see these the older celebrities and they look scary when they come on the mm. telly it's just like <laughs> oh my god and it's like literally and it is but the the body trend with was facelifts nose jobs nose jobs that was a trend and boob and boob jobs was a massive Mm. trend and it's just yeah it's just interesting to to see that 
um yeah i follow this girl on yeah. youtube her name's khadija and um mm-hmm. she, her videos are amazing she does like social commentary and um just about yeah. so many different things kind of topics that we talk about like she did a video about bridgerton and like breaking down the kind mm-hmm. of like racial stuff and yeah her videos are so good um but she kind of i think she found some research and um it's an analysis of the current beauty standards like and the instagram beauty standard basically not the okay. general eurocentric one that is on top of yeah. everything but the instagram the current instagram one. instagram yeah. yeah and she found that um it's an amalgamation of different ethnicities all in one person's face or body yeah so for instance it's a white person with a tan that can wash up off with long hair and wigs black features mm-hmm. um basically black features on pale skin um, which is interesting and also that yeah. she breaks it down a bit more with looking at like how women are trying to look um, like they're from the Middle East certain like attributes mm-hmm. like the eyes and also like Asia as well like the eyes the hair yeah. thickness so like it's it's something that's kind of impossible because not no one there probably are a few people that are fully mixed of that many places but like you've got to create that look but then, a lot of the time but then that body is not going to be like just you know even if you're a mix of black middle black from the middle east from all asian all of these things Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily gonna you know you're not gonna have that you're not gonna have the big booty you're not gonna have Mm -hmm. especially like as well like i understand that um black people tend to have bums however not all black people have big bums and Mm -hmm. that is just something it's just weird it's just weird why is this an obsession and why like when there's skinny black women like there's slim mm-hmm. black women you know tiny black women you know and it's just yeah. this weird obsession with like oh it's yeah you want the black girl booty and yeah it's especially especially when before like everything we used to watch they used to ask does my bum look big in this they were trying yeah. they were trying to have flap <laughs> flat back all that time <laughs> And now everyone wants a beauty and mm. yeah, it's, ugh, it's just, it's yeah. odd. But I think what is the most damaging is, mm, I want to say this in a way, because obviously I'm not shaming anyone for choosing to have surgery. You know, mm. we are in an age where all we see is people with this perfect hourglass shape and you know and everyone's trying to get that you know waist trainers the squats all of this and get the booty so i'm not i'm not shaming anyone on that um but it's a shame that even like when you even have like most of that shape so like when you see kind of black girls who do have bums but then Mm -hmm. it's like oh but they need their hips to be a bit bigger so they have that hourglass shape or they need their yeah. bum it's just not the quite it's just not round enough so mm-hmm. they need to have that shape and it's just so damaging that we're trying that everyone's trying to get this perfect body shape and it's just like but but yeah but what was wrong with your original body shape what 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 wasn't good about it but we've just been we're just seeing seeing this perfect figure that really like i i'm saying her name again because kim kardashian the kardashians have really kind of they've they've Mm -hmm. spurred it on you know Mm -hmm. because they were in the limelight and stuff and 
like we just see that perfect figure all the time and that's we're always just like looking and we're just like mm. but yeah that looks good and that's that's just we want to be mm. like that and and it's just we're, we're at a point where we just it's like psychologically we've it's like we've we've, we've been brainwashed yeah, into thinking so that's true. what we need i just think like for me i get it like it's your money it's your body do what yeah. you want but like at the end of the day don't kill yourself for a trend because the trends change every decade the body shape yeah the ideal body shape changes apparently every single decade so like when you're yeah when you've saved but up then, your bbl and you got it mm-hmm. five gaps will be a trend again i'm sorry to say five ga- gaps are going to come <laughs> along again and small boobs but or the thing big is boobs, it's going to change if you if you think that the decades are that the trends are every decade like mm. but don't you think that like once it's come to a decade it's a new wave of young people going through yeah. that trend so like when it's like we're older we're not trying to be like those young people now mm-hmm. we think oh that's a that's a fad so the, what mm-hmm. the young people are doing is weird and it's a fad and what we've done is like that was the normal thing so i feel like mm-hmm. it kind of shows the generations like although it was it's like it's a it was a trending thing and it's every mm-hmm. decade i feel like the fact that it's every decade it doesn't really matter because for that generation underneath you 10 years later it's kind of mm-hmm. like well that's what they're doing and we were doing this and it's True. like with the whole fake yeah. it's like with the whole fake boobs and when we see the old celebrities mm-hmm. with their facelifts like it's like they're still just there being celebrities you know like um katie price mm. is still there and yeah, I was it's thinking like of katie and, price. <laughs> yeah and it's just like well it's just like whatever this was this is what we were doing in my phase we all wanted big boobs and we all wanted to be yeah. glamour models now everyone can be uh now everyone can be lingerie models on instagram you know like and yeah. big boobs aren't the thing do you know what mm-hmm. i mean and like oh also like have you Actually, I don't see many people talking about it, but like breast reductions, like people mm. talk about that. I saw a video, like a TikTok video just today and like she got a breast reduction. But but then the thing is her boobs were really big. Like mm. her boobs were really big and she was really small. Like her frame was very small mm. and um, she got a breast reduction and like it actually, her breast just looks like they were meant to, how they were meant to be. Mm. But I always... I don't know. I always feel funny on the topic of breast reduction because because like I've got big breasts and I and I grew up not liking it, mm. you know, and I always feel funny because I don't feel like I could get a breast reduction because I feel like my shoulders are too broad for it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like right now I'm just like, look, my breasts are in proportion with my body yeah. and I don't want I don't want there to be something else that my eyes are drawn to. So like, for me mm-hmm. right now, it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to deal with it. Like, because I'm not getting back pain. I'm not getting any of that. So it's just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll, just, I, I'll firm it. Um, whereas yeah. I do understand it. Like if people are getting back pain, if people like, and it's really affecting their lives. It's really like, this is not in proportion with my body. I understand. Mm. I do understand um, why yeah. people are getting breast reductions, but I just find it a really mm-hmm. awkward topic because, yeah, just I just find it awkward because I just feel, un- I, cause I think it's just because I feel so uncomfortable with my own breasts though. Aww. I think that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but you're but, doing um, the work, you're doing the mental and like emotional work to try and, um, get over that whereas I feel like a yeah. lot of people skip that step and they think that the physical changes are going to make them feel better which better. like you'll at some point 
you might change your mind again and you might feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the fact that like something has something has completely changed about your body and it might like show you mm-hmm. oh there's something else wrong I need to change that and it's going yeah. to be a, a constant cycle if if you're I know it's Especially, hard because I, I don't love everything about myself, but you've just got to keep yeah. trying, I think. Yeah. And people don't try enough. Especially with surgery, that can become mm-hmm. an addiction. Like we've seen it with Michael Jackson. We've seen it with Kate. Yeah. We've seen it with all these celebrities. Everyone. All the Literally old celebrities. All like the Kardashians, Khloe Kardashian. She, like, she changed her face every week literally like i'm sorry even kim even kim kardashian's face changed yeah, you know like she came she came back one she came one back one day her face looked different like <laughs> like they they are changing their faces and it's it's scary mm-hmm. look at kylie kylie before kylie, and after like kylie she looks Jenner. like a mixed race girl now <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> but she's still but she's still quite pale though she doesn't do too much of the of the bronzing mm. but like um yeah like it's just the way pe- the way people's faces just you can just mm. change them and they change it and their face looks good whereas obviously the before when they used to get those facelifts and they just mm. look terrible and scary <laughs> but now the surgeries are looking good but it's st- but it's scary that you can look like a different person from your childhood photos that yeah. is terrifying I don't like that because I like looking like my parents like I like knowing that <laughs> Oh, this is my mum's nose. This yeah. is my like dad's whatever. Like I like I like that, but for <laughs> in, some instead people, they're, instead they're yeah. saying, "You know what? Fuck you guys. You you guys are ugly. <laughs> You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ugly. You guys make me ugly. And now my surgeon is going to make me beautiful. But I just think, how are their children going to grow up traumatized or yeah. well, but with the car, <laughs> like because like they're, gonna they're not so going to look like but they're gonna look different anyway because they purposely they're purposely married (laughs) black people so (laughs) they've created an army of mixed race children who are gonna be influencers (laughs) yeah they they did it on purpose so like we can't even speak on that but um yeah i don't know it just is terrifying actually yeah i wanna oh no what were you gonna say what were you gonna say i was just gonna say that like I think a lot of it stems from it's only a quick point, but a lot of it stems from that the fact that um like as young girls we were all conditioned to um see like male validation as so important that like without male validation you're not pretty. Like if a guy doesn't call you pretty then you're not pretty. If you don't get attention then mm-hmm. you're not pretty. But like we just we need to like move away from that and like Yeah kind of just work on ourselves and realise that like it their, their opinions don't matter because they like what we mm. were saying earlier they will get with anyone with a pulse yeah they will they're yeah. not picky the guys that I know are like, not men picky aren't, men aren't picky they they pretend to be picky in front of other men mm-hmm. but they they really aren't which is sad because like, I'm sorry I'm sorry all my girls you guys are buff yeah you guys are all you've buff you've got a lot okay. more going for you than you think than these like, than these broke boys so like yeah just make sure just make sure that you get with people who are like they're washing their dicks you know oh and washing their legs like that is all I ask you because I'm sorry you guys are buff and you don't need any old whatever who doesn't care where he sticks it yeah <laughs> anyway I think but, a lot of them are like that though but that's that's a subject for another day yeah yeah we've got another day for that subject <laughs> but um yeah but actually i wanted to talk about um so 
because obviously with mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner, um, just yeah. getting a lot of her surgery very young, like probably from the age yeah. of 16 or was it 18 mm-hmm. or something? She's very young. Um, yeah. And, you know, and then now they're all kind of like, because they all get their lips done, lips fillers and stuff like that. Mm. And now they're all kind of um, getting their lip fillers dissolved Removed, and yeah, not doing yeah. it. The same with Molly May. Um, yeah. Molly May has she's got loads removed she's had like all of her cheek fillers and everything removed her teeth as well dissolved. her teeth re- yeah. removed um, and this is the thing because a lot of people now nah, a lot of people are getting their teeth done but a lot of people are getting veneers and they're so expensive guys veneers <laughs> when you get veneers they file down your Ugh. your real teeth <laughs> They file down your real teeth. They make them look like these spindly like sharks. things. Like, yeah, like you and like you are an aggressive smoker. And <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Katie Price's? The oh, Katie no, Price picture. No, I don't want to see you. I, oh no, I, I, see you. I, I think I probably have, but like, it's terrifying. They get rid of your teeth and stick fake teeth on. Like, mm. you know one of the reasons why we kept calling Connor with the teeth Connor with the teeth from Love mm-hmm. Island but <laughs> with the teeth he had massive teeth literally the those veneers they weren't they weren't veneering they weren't yeah they weren't the they nicest. weren't doing the job <laughs> they weren't like but literally they filed down your real teeth and um guys like if you're looking at veneers maybe look at different there's there's other options you know like mm. there's other options and just what you've heard of just do your research guys when you're doing these yeah, because please. i'm sorry like like molly may molly may just removed her teeth because she didn't she didn't go get veneers and get her real teeth filed down and mm-hmm. she just removed the teeth and, yeah. and now and now she's living her best life she's dissolved her lip fillers she's not getting mm-hmm. that anymore she's living her best life because she's changed her mind she realized you know what um, some of these things just don't look right on my face. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, I'm the, starting the girls to look like I an live, alien. It literally, some of the girls where I live, them going to get a lip filler is like them going to get their nails done and their eyelashes done. It's just another Yeah, thing. it is. That's like, what it is. It's another thing. You, but it's just another little cosmetic thing. That's that, another thing. Which the thing is though, there's nothing wrong like, with, but... There's nothing wrong wouldn't. with it. But the, thi- the thing is, yeah, we and this is another thing we are all thinking of lip fillers and stuff as a thing that it's only really white girls who are doing but mm. black girls are getting it done too they are and they are. and like i think what's scary is how natural it looks yeah some of them look really natural some I've look really seen, bad though <laughs> yeah i've seen um Oh, I think this this doctor, skin doctor, she was actually mm. on um, Two Queens in a Pod one time and she mm. does like um, microdermablation and she does like skin therapies, but she also does, it's not lip fillers, but yeah. it's a type of lip treatment and it's so slight, it's so subtle mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. But I know that it's like once you get it done once, you mm. will have to keep going back because you're used to seeing your lips that plumpness okay. and that yeah. and that's what it looks like and like I like I really wanted to follow this person this this black mm. skin doctor I really wanted to follow her but I couldn't because of those because of the lip treatments that she does I couldn't yeah. I physically couldn't because looking at it the lips looked beautiful <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like I and I would become obsessed I would want it done like 
Yeah. And yeah. I made the mistake of showing it to my sister as well because one time <laughs> and my sister was very much considering. She was like, mm, Alex. Oh. Mm. She was very much considering. I was like, mm, see, this is why I didn't want to show you. And she was like, oh, give me the app. Give me the app. I was like, no, I'm not giving you her app. I'm not sending it to you for you to get it done. And like for ages. And you know, um, yeah, Snapchat and Instagram, you guys don't help with your lip filler filters. Because my Those sister kept... make me look amazing. <laughs> Literally, my sister kept sending me these fil- pictures of her with these yeah. lip filler filters on. And I was like, stop it. You need to stop. I was about to say her name. Like, you need to stop because this That's is just so not correct. And um, yeah, like I purposely, I, I don't put filters on any on anything. Like mm. I might adjust brightness and stuff, but yeah. on all my photos and videos, I don't put any filters because it's just getting to the point where you start to look not human and Mm -hmm. you get used to not looking human and it's like you get used to your skin being that certain sapia brightness of that Valencia (laughs) filter you've used you know what I mean and I've got to a point where I purposely don't put filters on anything just just because of just because of that because I want to see myself looking normal and you know what I want to not feel I want to not feel unattractive just because I've got a rash or I've had a small breakout on my face. And like, like even I did a video today. um, (laughs) I did like a little real video today. And it's like Mm. in the video, like my skin isn't the best today, but I had someone asking for my skin routine. Yeah, it looked (laughs) nice. It looks so nice in the video. (laughs) Literally, I feel like I've got like a bit of a rash, but like now, and and there was parts of the videos where I could see two spots and I was like, oh, (laughs) and I had to edit it in a way where I didn't show that side of my face too tough. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, it's just stuff like that. But then you don't realise that, you know what, people are looking at you and they are not seeing the imperfections that you are seeing. Definitely, they're not seeing that. Like, I'm sorry, and I really feel like we need to get used to looking outside, looking at ourselves with eyes, like with our eyes open. Don't mm-hmm. be looking at yourself, kind of looking at what you think you look like because yeah. you're you're downgrading yourself, babe. You are downgraded yourself. Look, look at yourself and say that you're 10 times, <laughs> 10 <laughs> times buffer because that that's the truth. Like we need to be living in our truths and just feeling good about ourselves yeah um, yeah but if you look at instagram not, right there's yeah. there's these girls so many girls have had these little tweaks or are using filters and you would not clock it you at would not all. Know. so that's why you cannot compare because every almost every single influencer is using facetune like these yeah. girls even if they've got 10k followers they're probably using facetune like you've mm-hmm. just got to like you've just got to see the picture if you like it like it and then move on you cannot no, just sit and think why is she so pretty she's so pretty because she's had an eyebrow lift like literally. she's so pretty no. because she's had oh a my lip done like, and like literally and it's even like you guys don't even know the surgeries that people mm-hmm. are having people are having the smallest bits of surgeries and it looks so natural yeah and they look stunning they look stunning but they're 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 having they're, they've had surgery babe Mm-hmm. They've had so the many. surgery, and like they look stunning. Yeah. Like good for them. They look good. Like you saved up your money, and that's what you did. And yeah, they look good. But they've yeah, had the surgery. Definitely. Like, and this is the, this is what's damaging about it because 
mm-hmm. like young girls are growing up now watching watching these girls with who have had their tiny little bits of surgery tiny little mm. bits of microdermablation tiny little bits of their limp lip plumper mm-hmm. where it looks so natural it looks stunning mm-hmm. and girls are growing up and looking at that thinking oh my lips could just be a little bit plumper or I've just got a little bit of bags under my eyes where you know eyebrow lift that could help that you know like you don't know what these little surgeries are doing what and Mm. why like and as well guys as well um research all your surgeries just research it and you'll be able to find all the little all the little different surgeries that all these influencers are doing Mm -hmm. you know like not the kardashians they their faces are changing guys but like like, but like those little natural surgeries yeah like you can find out um there's something i wanted to say i've forgotten there's something i wanted to say Mm. um i've completely completely gone about something um, I was just thinking like for some people though it does really help with their general self-esteem and well-being changing their appearance like I'm not going to deny that because for instance trans women they feel more aligned with who they are a lot a lot of them not all of them when they've had physical like uh, alterations which like I, I would never shame anyone even women who aren't trans like yeah get what you want um if if you're like your own mental and like spiritual work isn't working and you need mm-hmm. something to help you then yeah like go ahead and get the physical things just be very careful because like for instance bbls the mortality rate for them is so high like and yeah it, it, is it worth the risk when like is it is, is that your deepest insecurity that you haven't got yeah a, like pokey outy bum is it yeah. is it ruining your life is it worth taking the risk yeah like because i think it, do your hips need to be bigger yeah, a lot of people are getting the BBLs because they can get it onto their hips so they can have more of that hourglass shape. Yeah, And yeah. it's like, do you need that? And guys, guys, if if that is what you feel you need, research, do your research. Mm-hmm. So these influencers are actually doing you lot a service, showing them their botched bodies because mm-hmm. they don't have to. They could style it out to make it look like look like it's cute they could just wear Mm. the right types of clothing do the right angles and make it look cute they could do that and they've got the editing tools to do that and make it look Mm -hmm. cute to edit it to make it look cute they do not need to show you their botched bodies they're doing you a service showing you that they're Mm -hmm. showing you you know what maybe rethink maybe if this is what just what you're hoping for maybe rethink it think about it a bit more because look mine was rubbish and then to tell you do your research don't go to the surgeon i went to do more of your research you know like they are doing you a service and i feel like this whole shaming people as well shaming people for getting surgery don't shame people for getting surgery Mm because you know what they this is how they felt because like i know it's on a different level but can we shame people for getting surgery when people are changing how their face looks with makeup every day like can we really braces and stuff like you you get constantly throughout your childhood things are like changing do you know what i mean people shave their Mm -hmm. hair off people like get piercings you can't you can't shame people for changing their appearance as well like can we shame like can we shame people for this? I and I know that there are men who are shaming people for wigs and makeup too because mm-hmm. <laughs> they just don't yeah. get it. But it's just like like I just feel like we can't 
be shaming people when we're all changing different things mm-hmm. maybe yeah, at different levels yeah but we're all changing different things so we can look like look nicer so we can feel nicer yeah. in ourselves and ultimately unfortunately feel nicer for the male gaze because unfortunately for mm-hmm. men although men want to shout about oh I like a natural woman blah 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 no they don't they don't they don't they like anything it's a lie (laughs) (laughs) anything it's a lie because I'm sorry the men who shout I like a natural woman I like a woman who don't wear makeup goes for the goes for the girls with the longest wigs Mm -hmm. and and the full face of beat face and makeup Mm. you know stunning stunning women and then they mm-hmm. shout about oh no I like natural I like natural no you don't no you don't no. you don't even know what natural looks like because you guys think a natural look <laughs> is <sighs> the natural full face makeup that all the girls are honestly, doing that is a makeup trend honestly <laughs> someone popped yeah. up to me the other day on Instagram over DM like I put something on my story about makeup and then some guy he popped up to me and he was like oh I hate makeup and I was just like why and then he just said blah 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 blah. and he's like and um it harms animals and I was like well my makeup doesn't because I'm vegan I don't buy that kind of makeup but then I thought like I don't know where why are you coming to me because you think I don't wear makeup because like you feel like it's easy to like slag off other women to me because if you look at my Instagram and you're not like a stupid Mm -hmm. boy you can tell that I've got a full face of makeup in a lot of my pictures like I'm not a natural I'm not a cute natural vegan girl like I I wear makeup I enjoy makeup so some guys I don't don't get this whole anti-makeup thing about them like like, get over it literally I don't get it either especially to the fact that I've never had a man come to me and say that they hate makeup because these men that Mm. say that they hate makeup actually don't actually love makeup they love it yeah because I'm sorry um okay uh guys I would say I'm a natural girl. A lot of my mm-hmm. photos on Instagram, I'm not wearing makeup. <laughs> a lot of my photos on Instagram, I do have my natural hair, you know, mm. in various styles. Most of my photos, it's rare that I've got, it's rare that I'm wearing wigs. Not very often do I have in extension braids, not often. Mm. Um, but yeah, and a lot of my photos, I'm not wearing makeup. I never have I had a man in my DM saying that they hate makeup. Never have I had a man <laughs> saying, say, oh my God, I love a natural girl. Because it's a lie. <laughs> those men are not in my DMs because they love a woman with makeup and they love mm. a woman with their laid with their laid wigs and their laid edges. They love it. They yeah. love it. And yeah, this is the thing, definitely. like like I'm not attracting those guys because I'm not wearing the makeup that they pretend yeah. that they hate. <laughs> that but they you know, say for that me, they've had such a bad experience with. <laughs> like, literally. Like, but for me, I've found, basically, I've got two Instagrams. I've got my Instagram, my own personal one, and then I've got a skincare one, which was my mm-hmm. way. Like, I guess this part of the body positivity movement because it also relates to skin. Like, I used to get really, really bad spots, like acne on my yeah. cheeks. And it was something that, like, I worked through... Like, I didn't really get any... I I got antibiotics, but I didn't get any chemicals or lasers or anything on my face. I just, like, worked Mm -hmm. through it. And it was, like, a whole kind of, like, self-love journey, learning to, like... Like, I've got spots now. They're not as bad, but, like... Well, not even as bad. See, like, it's about, like, reframing the language around acne isn't ugly and stuff like that. So I'm part of, like, the acne community on Instagram or whatever. Mm, And um, I love that. Like, it's on my profile. So, like, guys who guys sometimes who follow me follow me on there as well and I can tell like these are the guys uh-huh. that like natural girls because they're seeing like literally me looking as some people would say like 
gross. Yeah. Like I've got spots, like I've got whiteheads on my cheeks and I, I post <laughs> the pictures because I think I honestly don't care. Like I, if I've got mm-hmm. white head, everyone gets white hair, so I really don't care too much. But like uh, that's that's how I can distinguish who the guys are who are actually quite like he, normal. He don't mind <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I like, the thing cool. is I- it's cool. I feel like this society of men saying that they hate makeup and want a natural girl, I think it's actually men's insecurity and their mm. jealousy. The jealousy that women can put on makeup and look fantastic and look amazing. Mm-hmm. And you guys claim that they're looking like different women. And when they, and you're, you guys are claiming, this is the same men who, when a woman decides that um, they don't, that, like actually I don't want to have sex with you or actually I don't like you that much that they want to shout oh you're clapped anyway oh it's just your makeup that's making you look good like these are the same men and I'm Mm. sorry it's your jealousy it's your jealousy of the fact that you feel so insecure to you know go use makeup yourself like I saw I saw a really cute reel the other day of a black boy putting on makeup and like (laughs) and like this and this black boy um, from the eye, he looks like he's a cis het black boy. Mm. Like rather, like you know, because you guys want to shout, oh, only only gay men will wear makeup. Mm. No, what actually, this black boy actually looks like a cis het black boy. He he mm-hmm. drew on he drew on his line for his trim. He drew on the line. <laughs> he he put his concealer on and like he had his beard he put some mascara in his beard Mm. the guy looked fire he looked cute he looked good and it Mm. wasn't obviously it wasn't it wasn't as in full face of um makeup with lipstick all of that no Mm -hmm. because that's not what makeup just has to be like if you guys weren't so insecure with your own masculinity you would try makeup yourself if you were so insecure about your own faces and so jealous that women can put makeup on and look good on a night out and feel good about themselves and this is the thing Mm -hmm. i just think it comes back down to men they they hate that women can feel good about themselves yeah i just i think it's i think it's crazy like that men slander women for wearing makeup when they were the ones who set these standards and categories yeah. around what's beautiful and what's not and women are just trying to play catch up without even we, we don't even realise it because we've been so conditioned but like the, the beauty industry I had a look online it's worth like half a trillion dollars like that's how much mm-hmm. it's worth and you can imagine the people at the top who are earning the most money out of it are probably men so like of course we're, like we're not doing anything wrong we're not don't yeah. like don't ever feel shame for wearing makeup and don't, don't let a man make you feel bad for wearing makeup especially when that is what they're attracted to yeah <laughs> they love exactly. it especially they when they're attracted to it they just want something else to shame to shame mm-hmm. women on yeah it's yeah. disgusting especially black um, women like black women have a yeah. different where we have like we have to like black women have to deal with like racism and then inside of that colorism texturism mm-hmm. um featureism yeah. like all of the different and think, isms and i think as well with the struggle that black women have had with makeup mm-hmm. in the first place yeah. i'm sorry yeah we are now in an age with where rihanna has blessed us with fenty beauty and we mm-hmm. can get every shade of black skin under yeah. the sun rather than what everyone was growing up with not me because i wasn't wearing makeup but everyone mm-hmm. was growing up with the the one shade of dream black moose that everyone <laughs> was wearing <laughs> my sister as a light-skinned yeah. black woman was wearing the same shade that apparently 
uh, Tolly T and Audrey were wearing on the receipts. Oh. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know how ridiculous that is? Everyone had to grow up with that same shade of Dream Up Moose. No, yeah. no. So yeah. you guys, so like literally you guys shaming women on makeup. No, it's a sensitive subject because we have come so as black women with makeup, we have come so far We've come we've mm-hmm. come too far finally to finally yeah. like have makeup brands actually stock all of our colours and they're only stocking it because mm-hmm. we're all shopping at Fenty Beauty and that's the only reason why they're stocking it. And you know what? And yeah. for them to actually have shades of red lipstick that will go with the undertones of our skin tone. They've been mm. excluding us on purpose all this time. They've been trying to say on purpose that we can't wear coloured lipstick. We can't wear mm-hmm. blue eyeshadow. We can't wear, you know, they've been shaming us and doing it, but they really just haven't black been making... Men are doing it. Yeah, and but really they haven't been making the makeup with the, un, with the correct undertones to mm-hmm. actually suit a range of different skin tones. And that's, and that's it. That, that is it. And like, so when black men want to shout, oh, I don't like makeup, shut up. No one asked you. (laughs) No one asked you. And I don't give a shit. You, you will get what I give you. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's it. I think like that people need to like give black women a fucking break, especially fat black women and realise that no other group of women in the world have been pressured so much to drastically change their features and change everything about themselves to fit mm-hmm. in with society and assimilate and yeah. get by and survive like yeah people need to exactly. give black women a fucking break yeah and now and now you want to complain about those very things i'm sorry no mm. no you cannot be complaining about black women wearing wigs black women wearing weaves when mm-hmm. this is what we've had to go through to to fit in to society and like mm. how dare you how dare you start shouting about you don't like xyz when you've when you've never spoken to a natural head girl in your life like exactly you know, <laughs> you've never you've never gone and spoken to um a girl with that afro out because you feel like they're too woke for you or some yeah. rubbish or you know like and this is the thing like <sighs> nah men mm-hmm. see see how this topic has come back to men and yeah their audacity (laughs) it always does they don't leave women alone (laughs) literally just leave just leave us anyway Mm -hmm. i think i think we've spoken about everything on this topic what is there anything else you wanted to touch on to be honest we have got through so much but i feel like if we if anything else comes up we can always do another episode because there's always so much to talk about and so many layers to like body positivity self-love yeah um like even the black um the black like beauty movement like stuff like that we we can always talk about these things mm-hmm. so yeah we spoke we can always lot. have a separate episode definitely yeah um okay so i wanted to just what get on to um do you have yeah i said um i was sorry i just said about how we can always have a separate episode for those yeah. for that um but yeah so mm-hmm. i just wanted to get on to um do you have any self-love body tips for our wonderful, mm. wonderful listeners? And these body tips are for everyone. This isn't just specific to women. Yeah. It's for everyone. It's for women, mm. non-binary. And it's also for men because I'm think, I think that's sort of a thing. Like people forget that men are actually body men do get body shamed yeah um, they do. you know there's this thing with this obsession with 
this gym perfect gym mm-hmm. body abs muscles all of this there's an obsession with that which i think also needs addressing because actually yeah, it's definitely. not actually normal um historically and genetically it's not normal mm. to be ripped um <laughs> Because, you know, when we were, you know, foraging and just, you know, living life and, Mm. you know, as like normal people hunting and gathering, all of that, men's bodies weren't ripped because you're not going to be expelling energy, trying to have big muscles to look Mm. good. You're just spending enough energy to to like kill whatever animals or Mm -hmm. to go and you know to guard to do the farming and all of that you know and so men like it's not natural the bodies that we have that we are glamorizing nowadays um so yeah like yeah so these body tips for everyone um well my first one is generally just something that i kind of helps me is that um i guess this can be for men or whoever the, the the basically whoever whatever type of person you're interested in don't center them like when you're going through like your your like self-love mm-hmm. journey if that makes yeah. sense because like you you need to you need to just focus fully on yourself like you, yeah. you can't think about other people um especially men and whether they'll find like for me whether they'll find you desirable if you for instance like grow your armpit hair and you feel more comfortable with Mm -hmm. armpit hair or whatever you feel like doing you can't center other people's opinions around whatever makes you feel like a like divine goddess like yeah I I can't let other people try and hold me or other people what I think other people's opinions are hold me back um I think and that's like, good. It just helps making stuff less of a competition. Like, I don't want to yeah. be competing with girls. Like, I, I'm in my own lane. You're in your own lane. Like, everyone mm. has their own things to bring to the table. Like, yeah, exactly. I look like my parents. You look like your parents. Like, it, it's not, it shouldn't be as deep as, like, us wanting to transform everything about ourselves to just try and fit mm. in. That's how I yeah. can see it. Um, yeah. I've got a few more, but you you say some of yours. Um, so my te- my um, main tip is kind of like um, like talk to yourself how your friends are going to talk to you because mm. I'm sorry when like your friends aren't looking at you thinking oh look at this fat ugly bitch your friends aren't <laughs> thinking that <laughs> you know yeah and um, like just kind of like your friends are thinking like no what look at my look at my look at my buff friend here like I'm sorry like yeah. you know your friends are like and just kind of love yourself how your friends are loving you just give just give some of that energy back to yourself so like just kind of talk to yourself how your friends are going to talk to you so big yourself up when you look mm-hmm. at yourself big yourself up be like oh my gosh is that me is that me <laughs> and you know you know how like um what what are their names there's there's two there's two black women on Instagram and they come mm. in their little dress and they're just like oh, hold on sorry 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 <laughs> Sorry, I haven't seen me? it. I need Have to... you not seen them? Oh my gosh. No, no, like, is that I me? See. Oh, who, who, who gave me the audacity to look this good? <laughs> you know, like they do that. And like, they are, their yeah. videos are great. Their videos are fantastic. And like, oh. they do look good. They look good. Yeah. And, then, and then she was, then there was one video where she goes, no, everything about this 
works. Everything in this dress works. See, see the fupa, the 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 tummy, <laughs> the tummy is what makes this work. And she said that, and I'm just like, nah, she's right though. She's right though. Like, and yeah, it's just stuff like that. Like, talk to yourself. Like, how talk to yourself like them. Yes. Like, no, I need to get their apps because like, they need a proper shout out because they are yeah. some fine girls and they're really talking the things. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's one of mine. Do you want to say another one of yours? Um. Yeah, like this one, I guess your worth isn't determined by your appearance. So your appearance is one part of you. Like you've got mm. so much more to you. Um, yeah. You're, you're more complex than just your appearance. Um, and um, if you own whatever you have anyway, it will make you more sexy and more likeable. So like, yeah, if you've got like, for instance, with me, like I'll go out with spots on my face and... Mm-hmm. I don't really care so much because I, I've now grown so much confidence that I just don't care. And like people yeah. won't notice the spot so much. And if they do notice it, they I, I get the feeling that people look at me and think, oh, she's brave. Like, or she's not brave because I'm not, I'm not a fucking like soldier, yeah. but like she's, she's, she doesn't care. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it just gives off a good energy. Like, and it ma- will make other people feel more comfortable around you. So if you start embracing things that like you think are your flaws other people mm-hmm. naturally feel more comfortable like look at um winnie harlow she's got vitiligo and not many people knew what that was before but because she's embraced it yeah. and um not like, covering she's, it up she's just known to be one for skin it. tone yeah yeah literally and now everyone knows her for that and they love her for her and that's just part of her and mm-hmm. you know like she's she's getting on with life fine <laughs> yeah um so another one of mine is mm-hmm. so what i do so i can just yeah. feel more confident in myself more confident in my body um no well, actually it's not weird so i'm not gonna say i don't think i'm weird because it's not weird at all but yeah. guys i just feel like we need to practice just standing in front of the mirror naked and yeah. um yeah. just just look at yourself naked and be comfortable with being naked and mm-hmm. I feel like people, we don't look at ourselves naked enough. Like we need to look at ourselves mm-hmm. naked and just kind of be like, you know, if you if you suffer with kind of like feeling down, feeling not just hating your body, mm-hmm. if you suffer with that, look at yourself naked and just pick out key things that you like about yourself mm. even if it isn't the stuff that you're saying that you hate you know what pick out pick out something like okay my eyes are quite nice mm-hmm. or you know my ears don't stick out like pick out stuff like that you know just even if it's small things you know or like oh my my wig looks good or my mm-hmm. i like my makeup like just pick up some things and just pick out something every day that you like about yourself that you like yeah and you can you like you can very much ignore the things that you don't like just pick out just something that you like just pick out oh yeah my fingers aren't wonky just like (laughs) stupid things but um definitely Mm -hmm. just get comfortable with looking at your body and looking at yourself naked just get comfortable with that because i feel like we we there's this embarrassment about naked bodies in general and Mm -hmm. i feel like we're not used to seeing ourselves naked and that's why we feel uncomfortable with naked Mm -hmm. bodies especially Um, men i think like or maybe not men mm -hmm. but i feel like women inspect their bodies a lot more like and i feel like this this links to what you're saying because i don't even know yourself naked for health reasons i don't even know if women do inspect their bodies more i don't think think? they do I don't, I don't think most even, people inspect myself. We see mm. men naked more than we see women naked because if yeah. because men in the summertime that they're there with their tops off. 
They're there with in shorts. In supermarkets. And- they're, there with their, they're there with their pom-pom shorts and the tops off. All the time. Yeah. You see men naked all the time. However, mm-hmm. and that's normalised. Um, however, we don't see women naked all the time. So only on the mm-hmm. beach when that's allowed because you'll wear a bikini. And sometimes that's even risque, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the only time you see women naked. However, And that's why we've got this obsession with gym bodies and beach bodies, mm. you know? Um, and I just feel like people in general we're not looking at our bodies naked we're not looking Mm -hmm. at ourselves and we're not looking at ourselves and thinking oh actually I look good Mm -hmm. I look cute naked you know and you know and it's and it's fine and I feel like that just needs to be normalized and just being a bit free with your body in obviously in your own privacy but be free Mm -hmm. with your body and I feel like that's what helps people just to be comfortable with their bodies yeah yeah so that's that's my other tip um do you have more tips or do you want to get onto Um, inject it i've got a few more just quick ones yeah let's see yours one try to avoid following trends this is something that i tell myself because i'm me like i don't really want to i'm not to sound like oh i'm not like the other girls but i generally (laughs) don't really follow trends anyway like i'm not that fashionable i just wear comfy clothes and do my hair how i want like i I think it's quite i sound so much like (laughs) i'm not like the other girls (laughs) look at me i'm I'm a pick me (laughs) i'm just i'm just a tomboy you know oh yeah but like i'm not like those girls I'm a surfer. <laughs> Sorry. I skateboard and I surf and wear trainers. Oh, yeah. You know, I um, skate, so I'm not like this guy. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, but- I'm not into nails and that. I don't get my nails done. I don't get my hair done. I've never been to a hairdresser's. This is literally. I would this is never get my speaking. lips done. No, never. <laughs> not that I didn't consider it, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but, but I don't do the nails one... and that. <laughs> that's one important thing. Now I'm doing it myself. Sorry, carry on. Have you? Because <laughs> I've grown my nails like all the time. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been posting um, nail videos. Yeah, I keep seeing <laughs> <Instagram>. them. <laughs> they look my nails nice though. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I love it. I'm just so glad that I just was like, I want my nails to be long. I'm going to do something about it. And I did it. And it's, and it's worked. And you bought that hardener, that toxic nail yeah. hardener. Oh, but there's, there is an OPI nail hardener. Guys, you can look mm. for it, which I've heard is good. So that's what I'm going to buy next after I finish this second batch of the toxic nice. one. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys can else? try that in the meantime. Um. Right, this is just another quick one. All of our bodies are made as protective shells. So Mm -hmm. show your body love and kindness. Mm -hmm. And last one, I'm a hot girl with substance. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hot girl, hot girl. Do you think we're going to have a hot girl summer? I hope so. I haven't been out in so long. I need the Hot girl summer was such a good summer. Oh my gosh, yeah. I miss Hot Girl Summer. No, what? Meg, Meg the Stallion just came out and she was like, Hot Girl Summer. And yeah, I really had a Hot Girl Summer. I did. Like, uh. I, I can't believe how long ago that was. Like, it was so, so long, long ago. ago. 2019 Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, oh. I had a Hot Girl Summer as well, actually. I oh. had a Hot Girl Summer. Like, I was single oh. and living, and I need to oh, be I've single, always been single this whole summer. But, um,. <laughs> I was, mm, I had a hot girl summer. I was doing, I was doing, I was doing things. I was living my life. I wasn't, mm. 
see i feel like my potential for hot girl summer is gonna come this summer i feel like mm. my hot girl summer is gonna be hot girl summering this summer so i feel yeah. like i did my baby hot girl summer in 2019 where i was Same. you know I, <gasps> I went places and i did things 2020 okay we were all growing in 2020 because you know covid <laughs> we were all we were all growing we were all having our glow ups in 2020 mm-hmm. you guys watch me 2021 hot girl <laughs> summer you guys watch me watch me i'm gonna be a hot girl summer in yes in every sense <laughs> oh, honestly every i sense. cannot wait i'm just I'm trying to work out what i should now. do with my hair no. like whether i i'm feeling like i might have curly hair all summer because it's do grown it. and i'm feeling i'm feeling i'm enjoying it like i went through a phase do of where it. it was like an all right length but now I i'm kind like, of liking the length so i'm gonna do it gonna i live. feel like know what there's there's potential to just switch you can switch up you can do everything we've got time it's hot girl summer hot girl Mm -hmm. summer you do everything we need the looks because it's hot girl summer anyway sorry yeah what what did you say was that the last thing i can't remember yeah that was the last thing um okay inject it inject it what we're here for to inject positive vibes do you want me to go yeah because i I have one, but it's tucked away somewhere. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I wrote this weeks ago for this episode specifically. Aww. So my injected guys, guys, drum roll, please. I hope you like it. Guys, everyone, you are perfect. Okay. You Aww. are perfect. Okay. You are more than adequate in any form you are. So any body any body type however you are whatever you are in right now you are Mm -hmm. perfection okay and in your choices to want to change your body if there's something that you don't like and in your choices know what you're still perfect you're perfect even in that choice in your perfect if if you decide that oh i want to go to the gym you are perfect if you want to go to the gym and you want to lose Mm -hmm. a bit of weight you are perfect if you want to just sit down on your sofa and eat crisps mm. eat pizza eat popcorn get get your takeout know what you are perfect in that decision and you are perfect mm-hmm. doing that okay if you put on a little bit of weight over lockdown you are perfect babe babes you guys are all perfect and you are perfect in mm-hmm. every way you are perfect in any body that you give me any body that you give the world you guys are perfection that's that's mine oh <laughs> that's so cute i love that oh. um yeah. what's mine uh right i screenshotted this so it might not apply to how i'm feeling now but (laughs) it was my my feeling at the time so um if you want to be happy don't take stuff personal let stuff go let people be focus on you your mental health your spiritual health your well-being physical and financial ah that's me oh that's good i think that's still relevant yeah i think that's still relevant that's just like a mood for like the whole year anyway but yeah. I forgot to say something actually all of a lot of the information I got about the male gaze is from a YouTuber called Madison Brown and she okay. also does social commentary a lot of stuff about beauty standards and like self-love and um, mm-hmm. she's black as well so she talks a lot about like being a black girl black experience and yeah. yeah there's so many good YouTubers like if guys type in beauty standards on YouTube and you'll see so many cool black like YouTubers mm-hmm. that are like literally killing it right now. It's oh, just, really? It's great. We love to see oh, it. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> we do love it. We do love it. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for us this week. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you mm-hmm. for coming through. 
Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. I did enjoy it. And we've been looking forward to doing this episode, but yeah. you know, the royal family and people kept like messing up our plans, <laughs> you know, like Harry and Meghan, mm-hmm. they kept throwing a spanner in the works, but um, we've got it to you finally. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, we really hope that you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, so I am um, sorry. We are injected underscore pod on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. Please um, tweet us. Please like let us know what you thought. Uh-huh. Please let us know. Please like, you know what? If you guys have your own injectics for a week, you know, share them with us. Tweet us, tweet us them or, yeah. you know, and just like, you know, just tweet along and just yeah just yeah do all the Mm -hmm. things um but yeah thank you very much for listening and i am alexandra that's um at alxndr underscore nic on instagram i am at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b-l-a-k-e on instagram diana blake catch you Um, over there hopefully yeah and thank you for injecting all the body yaddy 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 yaddy